Hey everyone, I'm Jessica Bailey, and this is Her Voice at the Table. As we sign off for winter break, and for most of us in education, really start to focus on preparations for the holidays, like the decorating, the shopping, the cooking, the wrapping, all the things no teacher can focus on when they're busy wrapping up that first semester. Yes, pun absolutely intended. Our little Her Voice at the Table team wanted to come together and share a little bit about ourselves and what we're hoping to find under the tree this year, as well as what we're toasting to in 2023. Hello. Hello. I'm here today. Welcome to Her Voice at the Table. (laughs) Okay, you guys, maybe we should start our conversation this morning with a little roll call. Let's start with our interns, shall we? So tell us your names and what you're looking forward to the most about this winter break. Um, Hi, I'm Phoebe, um, and I'm really looking forward to just not having to do any homework, really. (laughs) Uh, Super boring answer, but it's really been a pretty intense three weeks, so I'm ready to be off the hook, I guess. I'm going in the opposite direction. I'm Grace, and I'm excited to do my college applications and finish them and get them out of the way because I still have a couple I need to finish. Yeah, that's hard to have that hanging over you. Those sort of, yeah, I remember. I remember that. Mm -hmm. All right, your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, roll call. Okay, yes. Um, (laughs) Sorry. I was waiting for Jess to, like, address me. I was like, okay, she's going to tell me what to do. All right, um, sorry. Um. Yes, this is Kate, and um, I am also, like Phoebe, really excited to go home and uh, rest a little bit, if I can. It's always hard to come down off of the past couple of weeks. It's hard to transition from teaching and being very busy to having two weeks of break, which is a gift, but also a big difference in life pace. So hopefully, it might take me a few days, but um, I'm anticipating some nice time away with friends and just relaxing a little bit. Nice. And I'm Megan, and I am looking forward to, uh, just to continue the trend, redirecting my energies to something other than academics, school, grading. Um, Kate talked about how hard it is to come down, but sometimes we just shift that energy into something else. So spending time with, with family and home and getting all of the, the holiday things going. All the nice. coziness. Mm-hmm. I'm Jessica, and I think I'm looking forward to doing the things that I have been shifting down on my to-do list with, you know, um, the things that I enjoy about the holidays, like preparing for people to come over and um, celebrating and doing things with family and uh, also a little New Year's travel at the end of the break. So that's nice, too. So, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Hello. This is so weird to be on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Caitlin. I know. Um, I'm Caitlin, and I'm excited mostly for Christmas food. So I'm like gonna make Nanaimo bars, which is our family Christmas tradition. I know I'm. I know things about Canada. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's like what speaking is that? my Canadian soul. Yes. Um, yeah. And more Chex Mix. Mostly. I'm gonna need more information about oh. that. And then driving to Connecticut for yeah. Christmas with my in-laws. So. It'll be a fun little road trip with the the partner and the doggo. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Nice. All right. Well, I wanted to say that I was super impressed with this reading list that we curated in our um, Christmas gift guide blog post. 
Um, and I think that there was a ton of variety and really intriguing ideas. So I wanted to start with us chatting about some of our book choices. Take it away, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, why don't we start with Phoebe? Do you want to start yeah, us off? Yeah, sure. Um, so I chose The Little Friend by Donna Tartt. Um, I've read her other two books, and I really adored them. So I kind of want to just complete my Donna Tartt anthology, I guess. Um, <laughs> but I'm really excited about it. It's, like, kind of a murder mystery, kind of not. Um, I've heard it's it's kind of more just the background story, which is interesting to me. Um, yeah, I'm excited about it. Is this her first book, or is it? Is this before The Goldfinch? I think it was. Okay. Yeah, I think she, it was her first published book, but it's not talked about very much, so I hit The Goldfinch and then The Secret History first. I had yeah, never you'll read have, it. I know, you'll have to tell yeah. us about it. Yeah. I know, because I want to. This is a book that I have not read, um, but I love Donna Tartt. Mm-hmm. So, right? Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I was excited about your review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, cool. Cool, well, I'll go. Um, yeah, I uh, was actually with Caitlin down in San Antonio, um, like, I guess two weeks ago now, and um, for a conference, and we went to a really awesome little bookstore called The Twig, and um, it was super cute, and walked in and saw their staff picks shelf and um, for the holidays, and they had um, one of the, the um, owners of the shop had recommended this book, The 10,000 Doors of January, and I, I just was drawn to it right away. I was, you know, sometimes we are, it's... The, the cover sells us and I walked up and was like oh I gotta read that book it's beautiful I picked it up and it was about escape and a story about um that took place in the 1800s and a girl who's you know seeking you know pathways and she discovers you know some kind of a story from the past and I just all of those elements really spoke to me and I, I thought this is a perfect way to just get out of my head this holiday on my trend of needing some mental break so I'm excited to read that one what about you Grace Um, My book that I chose is a book called The Inheritance Games. Uh, I think that it's a young adult novel, so it's nothing, you know, super big or whatever. But I remember I would come into Fiddler rehearsal last year, and my friend Peyton would always have The Inheritance Games in her hand. And so I asked her, I'm like, what is that book about? The cover looks really interesting. And she told me about it. And then I think later that week, I saw a TikTok where it said, if you liked Knives Out, you would like The Inheritance Games. And I love Knives me Out. Me too. Yeah. Ooh, I, I want to read this too. At it. Um, they had a book talk table at Barnes mm-hmm. & Noble's mm-hmm. when I was there yeah. on the weekend. And I was just looking at the table and looking at them for Reese, my daughter, because that she loves Knives Out. And she just saw... The movie, the something. The Glass Onion. The Glass Onion, and she like loved that too, oh. which is that same kind of, mm-hmm. um, sort of farcical clue type mystery yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. All my freshmen are talking about that book too, and they were like, "Miss Shank, you need to read The Inheritance Games. It's so mm-hmm. awesome." So it's on my list also. I was excited when I saw it on yours. Yeah. Megan, what are you reading, or what do you? What's on your read list? Um, well, uh, I don't have the mental capacity for much more than <laughs> um, anything young adult or a romantic <laughs> comedy. And so, when a friend on, I think as I said in our post, the gift guide, uh, a friend on our group chat had mentioned this book, and I thought, you know what, that looks great. She's not usually a fan of the rom com, so I thought, mm, I'm going to give this one a try. Um, it's called The Hugo Holiday, um, and the subtitle I think is really what drew me in: the coziest romantic, most romantic holiday story of the year or something mm-hmm. along those lines. The cover looked really cozy. Um, so I'm just going to add it to my list of um, books that just allow me to kind of zone out as I read. 
Um, so yeah. Little uh, plot update. I actually downloaded this book on my Kindle already because mm-hmm. when Megan wrote about it, I was like, <laughs> I need that immediately. Need and it was $2 Christmas on Kindle right. and yeah. I am reading it and it's awesome. Wait, also that's how you pronounce, I always have said Higa. Huga? I don't know. Huga. Huga? I think I think Huga. you're right. I think you're right. Sh- but I should get this right. If we yeah. don't oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's like the H Y G G. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I always said Hig. <laughs> I think it's Huga. That sounds right. That oh. sounds Danish, like how the right? Danish would say Danish. it. Yeah. Okay. I was channeling my inner Maybe, Christine. Yeah. Christina Hansen. There's a girl that's the protagonist. Reminds me of her. Oh. Yeah. What about you, Jessica? What are you? So I picked a book that has been haunting me since July. <laughs> Um, it was. It's actually um, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow uh, by Gabrielle Zevin, and um, ever since uh, I saw it on Book of the Month, it was a Book of the Month choice in July. Ever since I saw it um, on Book of the Month, and kind of was like, oh yeah, I'd like to read that. Um, I see it everywhere, <laughs> you know. Like I'm at the airport, and it's on like the kiosk at, at the store, and um i just i keep seeing it everywhere and then in the last like month and a half every like book influencer i follow barnes and nobles book of the month goodreads all these have you know said it's the book of 2022 so um i'm gonna put that at the top of my list for for my reading of 2023 because i feel like i need to like get on the train i'll be a little bit behind but um, and I love but, that we're buying hard copy books again because now we can easily pass them to each other. Yeah. So like, Kate can talk about a book and they give it to me, or I can talk about a book and give it to her, and then you can read a book and they give it to us. Yeah. So it's really nice. It makes this this easy. Yeah, definitely. It was it was fun too. Speaking of like the books and passing them around, but also to see the connections between everybody's need and read, like how they sort of complemented each other. Um, you know, I'm I. Kate's was this beautiful like floral cover lots of nature imagery and then the floral embroidery that like paired with it it was nice to see these like connections that I'm assuming were like inadvertent but um what did did you guys notice that yeah of course yeah (laughs) they spoke to each of our personalities in a way especially Caitlin's book what was your book (laughs) tell us about your book Um, well so it's the art of gathering I could not remember the name of it to save my life I just remembered that I had read a thing about it in the New York Times like three years ago when it came out um, so I kept up Googling, like, uh, intentional hosting or, like, g- intentional gathering. Did you know there's, like, a thousand books about being an intentional host? Um, and none of them were this one that I was looking for because I, like, vaguely remembered the cover had these color splotches mm. on it. Um, but I have been meaning to read this forever. Uh, I think I think it's just about, like, the why of why people get together and, like, mm-hmm. how to do that in a way that, like, has more meaning than just like, oh, pop in, pop out, hi, bye. Um, And my partner and I recently bought a house, so I was like, oh, we're going to have people over all the time and it's going to be great. But also I have a lot of anxiety. So I'm like, how can I have people over and host and not freak out about it and like remember the more important stuff about gathering? Um, And then along with that read about hosting people, I also want a cooking implement so I need a mortar and pestle to cook better Indian food to have more fun people over. <laughs> to crush your spices. Really yes, I need to grind some spices. Okay, okay, food, yeah. I love Indian food. <laughs> An essential tool for Ayurvedic cooking as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's really sweet. Who, who wants to? Well, I think we should talk to our interns because we okay. were actually a little charmed by their <laughs> yes. needs. These sort of retro yes. needs that take us back to... <laughs> retro, <nothing>. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they really, they really kind of are. Phoebe, 
you want to tell us a little about your uh, coffee pot? That's yeah. very cute. Well, it's a super boring idea, but I will Not be living at all. in a very no. useful and thoughtful. Yeah. I am going to be living in a dorm next year, obviously. And um, I probably drink coffee at every hour of the day. Maybe I shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> um, and I can't just go out and be buying coffee all the time. So I might as well just make it by myself. And it's this cute, like, littler coffee pot, which I, if, if you've ever been to the container store, mm, you know, when they have the little tiny stuff aisle, mm. I, it, I think it's so adorable. <laughs> um, it's like a weird thing. I'm like, this is the cutest thing I've ever seen ever. So tiny appliances sparks some joy. And it's very useful. So, And drip coffee is the best. It is, yeah. It's super economical, mm-hmm. right? You're going to save yourself. Hundreds. I saw that dollars. pot and I was like, yeah, I want that pot too. <laughs> <laughs> For a little office. And Grace, yours was also rather cute. Your CD player. Yeah, because all right, my sister, my younger sister, got a record player last year for Christmas. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And then I looked at buying records and I'm like, oh my gosh, these are so expensive. (laughs) (laughs) So I do have a couple. I have four records myself. They are all Taylor Swift. But I realized that for some of the artists that I like, they don't like necessarily have records, especially my favorite band. They're smaller, so they only have like CDs. And so if I want to support them in buying their music, I would need to buy a CD. Plus, a CD is quite literally a fourth of the price mm-hmm. of a record, because a record is like 40 bucks and a CD is 10. Oh, yeah, new I didn't vinyl, know. New vinyl's expensive. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to buy like... Records is able to survive right there. Right. The yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. Okay. So... I mean, I like the idea of records because they're big and they're shiny and they're pretty colors, but in actuality, they're not super sustainable. So the smaller, more compact version of the CDs and a CD player would be way better for, you know, what I'm going to be doing, living in college and things like that. Plus, transporting and storing vinyls is really a delicate process because if you don't do it exactly right, they'll get warped and then you can't listen to the music. Mm, correct. But mm. I've done it many times. Yeah, but CDs, it's way easier because you can stack them mm-hmm. and you can have them in their little plastic cases and they're fine. Mm-hmm. So, Y'all, we could be having this conversation in 1994 I know. <laughs> about the innovation yeah. of a compact disc. <laughs> this, is so, this is so awesome. And to be I quite honest, it. I think uh, Ms. Shank, Ms. Bailey and I and Dr. Rath, you probably have a whole collection of CDs. I was going to say, do you want my collection of CDs? We could do one all my Nirvana CDs. In the 90s? We can do a little swap meet. Please take them. I would be happy to pass them along. Definitely some Janet Jackson. Oh, yeah. Uh, The original TLC. The first Mm. TLC CD. My first CD. Oh, I have that. Also, Madonna's Immaculate. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Crazy Sexy Cool. Is that the TLC? Um, I have some Dave Matthews live yeah. albums. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of good So throwbacks. many mixes that I oh. made. Yeah. You know, I could share those. Those also. are really, those are good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think there was anything like more um, personal or vulnerable than making a mix CD for someone and then like giving, like, I, I made this mix for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that's like sharing a Spotify. I think yeah, I convinced a few, like now. a boyfriend to date me doing that. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I, Let me I, tell you the story of why we need to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a CD I yeah. made for you. <laughs> Listen on your drive home to Iowa. Yeah, it's exactly. 
<laughs> I mean, we do that with Spotify playlists now. Like, okay. I've had playlists made for me. Like, I was going to a Louis Tomlinson concert with my friend, and my friend made a playlist, Grace Needs Louis in her life, because even though I was going to the concert, I had never listened to him. Wow. And then oh. when I started dating my boyfriend, like, six months in, I was like, he needs better music. So I made him a playlist, and it was very... It's I'm still making it. It's very curated um, of... Every time I hear a song, I'm like, oh, this reminds me of a specific moment in the relationship. I put it in order of the relationship wow. on the playlist. Oh. Another yeah. cute gift idea. Yeah. yeah. A Spotify playlist. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, I hope that Santa is good to all of us and that our Christmas wishes come true. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Um, but I think it's even more fun to think of the new year and um, all the promise that is before us. Um, so I'm curious, what are we each hoping for in 2023? Maybe we can talk a little bit to like what we're personally hoping for and then what we are hoping for this little Her Voice enterprise going into the new year. It's her birthday, right? I mean, yes, new actually, is it'll be three Voice's years. Birthday, so three yeah. years? Oh, three no. years, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it was December 2020, so. It was. Yeah, two years. This will be, we're going into our third year. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I think for Her Voice at the Table, I am really excited to feature more of the student writing that you guys are going to be doing. Um, I'm working with a couple of former students right now on some writing um, that's coming up in the spring, and I just really enjoy collaborating with you guys and doing more of that. I think that's a big part of what my hopes are for us is to have more and more student voices. And then um, I'm excited to see where the podcast goes and how that is developed and um, just keep going. So I think that's in my personal New Year wish is just, I don't know, I don't really, I know this is going to sound so dumb, but um, <coughs> bless you. I, um, I, you know, I don't really do New Year's wishes because I, I don't want to worry myself about them. I just kind of keep going. I know that's mm -hmm. not exciting or anything, but... I just kind of say, okay, it's a new year, fine, just one day at a time. And so hopefully that's kind of my wish is just stability, I guess. Mm. Well, that makes sense. And I'll echo Kate here. I am excited to hear from our interns, uh, Phoebe and Grace. This will be the first sort of full length. We've had, you know, former former students, right, who are in college, right? But now this will be our first time mm. to have high school students writing for us, sort of more substantial kinds of pieces. So I am certainly looking forward to that. Um, and for the new year, I just want, I don't know, I don't want massive change. I feel like the, in January, the past few years, there's been a lot of, like, <laughs> turmoil or different... <laughs> I don't know, news events that sort of blow up, et cetera. So just sort of steady pace. Here, here. Um, yeah. Mm. I'd like to move into a sane, quiet, lovely um, New Year. How about you, Grace? Okay. Um, for her voice at the table, well, I'm excited to write more pieces and to learn more about it. I want to help with the blog, and I want to help with not necessarily like marketing, but, you know, getting more people into it. And I feel like since now Phoebe and I are writing, mm -hmm. our friends are going to be like, oh, we should read it just to support them. And then they'll be like, oh, wait, there's more to this. So maybe that's a way to get people in. But, hmm. you know, and then personally, um, I'm the opposite of Ms. Schenk. I love starting the new year because I get to make a to-do list. <laughs> I love to-do lists. <laughs> um, so I get to be like, this is all the things I want to accomplish this year. That's and wonderful. then I never look at it again. But <laughs> I, I like 
thinking about all the possibilities of what can happen in the next year. And I like I like using the week between Christmas and New Year's as a way to like, this is my dead week. I get to wrap up everything that I wanted to do in 2022 in this week. And then I get to prepare to start 2023 fresh. So when you write it down, you manifest all your goals. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. That's so healthy. That's really nice. And, what about um, you, it Jess? Me, it made me kind of think. I think um, I do like the new year. I don't ever really do New Year's resolutions, but I like the idea of like having a word or something mm-hmm. to kind of center you in the new year. I'm not sure what my word is. I usually take the break to kind of think, and then at some point it'll randomly like come to me. Um, but it's going to be something along the lines of hope. Like I, there's some there's some feeling of having hope or looking forward or towards things that I'm kind of thinking about. Um, And I think that also goes with her voice at the table, because I think there's a lot of really awesome opportunity and potential in what we're doing here. And I'm just excited to kind of see where it goes. Yeah. What about you, Phoebe? Um, Well, I'm super excited to write like more for her voice at the table. I had a lot of fun doing our little response and that Mm. was just two paragraphs or so. So uh, so I'm excited to do more writing for Her Voice at the Table. And then personally, I'm also not a New Year's resolution person. Um, I, they just feel very formal for a personal life. But um, plus, I'd like to be able to make change kind of whenever. I don't know. The idea yeah. of just doing it around the New Year feels somewhat limiting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really excited to see kind of where everyone in our grade, I guess, is going. I think that's a super exciting thing as the year goes on, seeing who's going where, who's majoring in what. Um, Just seeing people's lives kind of take off like that. I think it's really fun and sentimental. Yeah. Exciting, really. You guys are at such a cool juncture in your life. Like, so neat. Mm -hmm. Um, Which a new year, kind of, you are like a new year, and it's like a year that you're going to start, like a new life, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Such a cool part of your life. Yeah. And Caitlin, what about you? Yes. Okay, so in her voice land, I'm excited for the pod to find its voice. You know, I think that we're still... It's keeping you up yeah, at night. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. We're just figuring out, like, what this what this part of the project is, is doing still. Um, and personally, I, I think I sort of fall in between. I really like the idea of setting New Year's, like, intentions and writing them down, but then I also forget about them like a week later. But it's a fun, it's a fun practice, and it is like a nice feeling of a blank slate. One thing I do so. like doing is like writing down all of last year's yuckiness or mm. some things I don't enjoy from last year and throwing it in the fire New Year's oh, Eve. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. I Ooh, do. We're going to have to do that. Yeah, burning bowl. Yeah. I do mm. like doing do, that. Yeah, there is did. something purifying about like putting, all, writing down all the things that happened that were hard and then just crinkling it up and throwing it in the yeah. fire. That nice. sounds beautiful. I want to yeah. do that now. Yeah. 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 We'll have to plan a burning mm-hmm. bowl ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe <laughs> sure. we'll, we'll pod while we're yes. burning our face. <laughs> so I want crackling embers Live from on... Kate Shake's backyard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> from the fire pit where it all happens. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, happy holidays, you guys. Thank happy you. Holidays. Happy holidays, holidays to you guys, too. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you to all of our listeners. Our co-hosts are Megan Griffin, Kate Shank, and Jessica Bailey. Our producer is Caitlin Rathie. For more information about us, check out the blog, Her Voice at the Table. You can find the link in our show notes.
great outtake material. Keep whispering. That's one of my favorite ways to end an episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I love it. <laughs> she should do like one of those sleep <laughs> meditation You probably podcasts. should. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I put myself.